Hey guys, um, we got Devon and Houston uh, here. Um, for these guys, we do gotta go quick, so go ahead. We don't have time for a lot of questions, but we'll just go ahead and ask away. Uh, for either of you, uh, the defense was rock solid in the first half. They start getting some looks in the second half. Uh, you know, what was Tad's message about that after the game? Was there any sense of maybe taking the, the foot off the gas a little bit after the break? Um, yeah, you mentioned that a little bit. Um, uh, still, we still, still got to work on consistency. You know, just being rock solid for you know 40 minutes, or you know, just trying our best to you know do that. And um, you know, just knowing personnel, uh, we really let the shooters um, get some shots up. And when you let shooters get shots up, you know, they're making a lot of them. So um, one big thing that we're emphasizing on is taking shots away from shooters. Tristan, you started both halves with kind of a scoring surge. Was that a conscious effort to come out aggressive scoring? Uh, yeah, uh, it's been it's been. Uh, uh, or me and me and Coach Boyle had a talk. Um, you know, he wants me to be more aggressive, so I'm I'm, I'm just trying to be out there, be aggressive, and, and help my team. Um, I'm trying to make the right place plays, and if that's scoring, I'll I'll do that. Um, just try to come out and be aggressive right away. What did you guys see on the last defensive stop there? You obviously KJ makes a nice play, but I mean, just what what can you say about the defensive effort at the end there after they really cut it close? Um, you know, that was a big uh, emphasis. Like I said, taking the shots away from shooters. Um, we knew that we were gonna try to find one of the shooters, you know, to try to at least tie up the game. Um, so, um, you know, we just really locked in, and you know, we listened to coach. The coach had a good game plan at the end. Uh, you know, we followed that, and we, uh, we executed it, and it worked out in our favor. So, yeah. For either of you, what was the biggest difference between the first half and second half? Really good defense member in the first. He also came back. What happened there? Uh, I'd say just starting off strong. Um, you know, we lost the first four minutes of the of the second half. Um, we just got to be ready right away. Uh, that, that can't happen. Um, you know, it's representative for the for the whole second half, I think. Um, and um, you know, throughout throughout the second half, I think they they went up on the boards too, so they they controlled that part of the game a little bit. Um, so we just got to come out and be stronger, uh, be more consistent, put two halves together, and uh, you know, do do our job uh, consistently. Javon, you showed some energy. Uh, and do you think that was a, a spark for the team there in the second half when you guys were on that 8 0 run to kind of push the lead back to 10? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I try to be that energy guy. I try to, uh, you know, be that scrappy guy that does it all. Um, you know, sometimes it doesn't always work out in my favor, but um, at, least, uh, at least I'm yelling and screaming and something. So um, at least I'm bringing some type of energy. Um, and yeah, it just felt good to be out there again, um, back with my teammates and my guys, and back at home with the home crowd. And yeah, it just felt good. Javon, at what point this week did you kind of realize you'd be good to go with the shoulder? Uh, I'll say a little bit after Thanksgiving. Um, I saw the doctor a couple times and they said, um, you know, uh, just take it easy for a little bit. Um, you know, because if it gets bumped at practice or something like that, something bad, um, we don't want it to, you know, be a long-lasting injury. Um, so right after Thanksgiving, um, I met with the doctors and they said uh, I'll be good to go um, as long as I, as long as I um, feel comfortable doing that. Um, and you know, once I heard that, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting out there with my guys regardless, so um, that's what I did. Yeah. Do you feel like you're 100% or is it still limited at all? Um, it's still limited. Uh, I would say I'm not quite 100. Um, it's still, like right now, it's a little bit sore, um, you know, but I knew that was going to happen. Um, you know, it's got to uh, ice it, rest it, recover, and, um, you know, get back at it tomorrow. Okay, all right, guys, thank you. Awesome. Appreciate you all. Head coach Tad Wild, coach, please start with opening statement and then uh
Yeah, look, games games in late November at home aren't supposed to be nerve-wracking, but you know, we beat a really, really good program, uh, a team that's really well coached. I've got such respect for uh, James Jones and what he's done with that program in 24 years. I mean, he's found a home. Uh, obviously, Yale's lucky to have him, and uh, we were we were fortunate to win this game because we knew Yale, look, they've gone to three of the last four NCAA tournaments, and the one that they didn't go to wasn't held. Uh, they didn't even compete that year. So um, really a good win. And uh, I've, I've talked to you know, many of you about how good Ivy League basketball is and how much better it's gotten to me over the last 10, 12, and 15 years. And I think anybody who's at this game today understands that. So I may have overscheduled with this team, but we, we snuck out of one with a win. And I, I do think as we head into league play, at least our guys understand that you know, nothing's going to be easy. And because uh, our schedule has not been easy, and uh, so we, we needed this today. I thought our guys showed grit and toughness down the stretch, but um, still areas we can improve on. Ted, we've seen kind of the defense fluctuate from yeah. half to half today. You got off to a good start, yep. but then uh, it, it kind of turned around in the second half. Explanation for you know how What's Yale was able to get going a little bit, putting two halves together, Pat. I mean, that's that's the key, and then uh, Pulakitis, who's a hell of a player who's a shooter on the scouting report, goes six for eight from three. You cannot let shooters on the scouting report get eight threes off, much less make six of them. We have to make shooters drive. Guys left-handed, make them go right. Not that he can't finish, but that's, that's when we got to be in the gap. we got to get our help side. we you know, uh, we, we got to do a better job of and not, not looking over at the bench like, oh, I can't believe he made that shot. Well, no, good shooters make shots. In, in the first half, Pat, we, we let them have four threes. I think it was bang, bang, bang. I know there was three, like back-to-back -back possessions, three, three in a row. And we're up 24 to 10 or you know, eight or whatever. And then all of a sudden it's 24-20, just on three-point shots. And uh, so we, we've got a long ways to go. I thought our rebounding, you know, they got seven offensive rebounds, which at least is a uh, trend in the right direction. But they out, they out rebounded us as a team. Can't let that happen. I mean, so... A um, lot of room for improvement, but knowing who shooters are in the scouting report uh, will help. And then, uh, look, the kid Noling is uh, he's shooting 71% on the year, and is, he went 7 for 10 tonight, and his shooting percentage went down. <laughs> that tells you how good he is. He's a, he's a nice player. Who's, who's, his shot just goes, his ball goes in the basket. He's, he's really, that's a good team. I, I'd like to, you know, I, again, I don't know Ivy League basketball in terms of other teams, but I know Yale is really, really good. Tristan mentioned that you challenged him to be more aggressive. Is that some, something with Tristan that you have to kind of, kind of constantly remind him to, to do? Yeah, you know, I told, I told Tristan, you know, at the end of the game, I want the stat sheet to look right in terms of who's getting shots. And I talked to KJ about that as well. Like, our most efficient players should be getting more shots. Coming into this game, Tristan and Ethan Wright were by far, not even close, our two most efficient shooters and scorers. I mean, shooters. Ethan hasn't got as many looks or, you know, but he's shooting 53% from the field. Now, he goes two for nine from tonight, but at least he got nine shots up. You got a guy who's shooting 53% that gets nine shots up. And then Tristan's shooting 49%. He gets, he gets 15 shots up. That's good. That's good. The guys that are not shooting as well, they don't need as many shots. You need to make the ones that they're getting, but you don't need to get more shots for a guy who's shooting 
you got to get more shots for a guy who's shooting 49% or 53%. So, you know, Ethan getting nine and Tristan getting 15, that's a step in the right direction for us. Now, Ethan didn't finish tonight, but he's one of our best finishers. You know, he'll, he'll you know, every night won't be like that. But um, a lot of room for improvement. You know, I think finishing for our team, making good decisions as part of finishing, we've got to be better decision makers on offense. And we're trying to uh, get the ball to Lawson, which I, I want to do, but we need to get the ball to him at the rim where he's catching it high, keeping it high, and finishing. We're trying to throw bounce passes to him, wraparound passes to him, you know, hard uh, passes that just go out of bounds. I mean, we we got to do a better job of getting Lawson the ball in areas where he can be successful. And right now, to me, that's at the rim. Getting Javon Hadley back for this one, how, how important was he? It just seemed like he provided an energy spark, especially on that 8-0 run there in the middle of the second half. Yeah, Javon Hadley brings toughness to this team. He can finish. He's five for six from the field. That tells you he can finish. And uh, he fights and he battles. He scratches, he claws. I mean, Javon Hadley, again, I never want to make excuses for guys being out of the lineup. But when Javon Hadley's not in our lineup, we our toughness factor goes down significantly. Our energy level goes down significantly because that's what he brings. And uh, he's an important part of this team. Julian tonight as well, even yeah. obviously aside from the clutch free throws he made late, mm -hmm. he was a part of that 8 you know, run and just seemed yep. like he was really effective in his limited. Very effective, yeah. And look, you know, uh, Julian's kind of right now, you know, I mean, KJ's our point guard. Julian's kind of our backup point guard. I mean, there's, there's night, you know, so I think he's just going to have to make his minutes useful. But I think the thing that he brings us is when KJ does go out, he, I don't feel like we drop off a whole lot in terms of uh, his effectiveness. Now, he maybe can't score like KJ, but he made a really nice finish in the lane, you know, down the stretch in that 8-0 in that run that you talked about. Yale was exhausted. You know, the altitude in this building helped us win this game because they hit a stretch where it's a two-point game and then went to a 10-point game. Whistle didn't blow a lot, and they were exhausted. And so our depth, I think, helped wear them down a little bit. And Julia was a big, is a big part of our depth. You mentioned on Friday that Colorado wasn't playing to the standards that it set us off the past 13 years. Tonight or today, do you think they met some of those standards? Yeah, I thought, I thought tonight we played with more toughness and more grit. I felt like, you know, and, and I look at it like Lawson Lovering going down on the floor. Your seven-footer goes down on the floor to get a loose ball, and he's the first one on the floor. Like, it's those little hustle plays that – uh, the, the, the rebounding, the, you know, just the grit that you play with, the energy that you play with, the toughness that you play with. I felt like we did that tonight. I didn't feel like we did that against. Now, we still didn't out-re- we got out-rebounded by four by an Ivy League team. We, we still got to, we still have some guys that have to get a little bit better at that. But I thought, overall, um, look, it's, this, was a, this was not an easy game. I mean, I just look at our schedule and I'm like, holy cow, what did I do? You know, now we got two league games coming up. It's like, man, it's just like, I feel like we're in the middle of January, not the end of November, but here we are. Looking at the rest of this week, you know, for a team that's been maybe inconsistent, a little game to game, even half to half, like tonight, does the start of Pac-12 play offer an opportunity to get zeroed in on, you know, kind of a new goal? Yeah, I would hope so. I mean, we know Arizona State's playing well right now. They play Alcorn uh, here today. Uh, later this evening, I'm not sure when the game is, but but uh, my guess is they'll come in here. But excuse me, six and one record would be my guess. Um, 
playing with a lot of uh, confidence, talented players. They beat Michigan and VCU back in Brooklyn. Two really good programs, two really good teams. So we know it's not going to be easy. We're going to play Washington in 40 minutes of zone in Seattle on Sunday. We know that. So heck of an opportunity for our guys to, uh, to dial in and see what, see what we can get off, get off on the right foot here. Obviously, KJ in the last couple games has been on an offensive role, but tonight comes up with the defensive play yeah, game. Defensive play on, game. on the last play there. Just what does that say about him that he's at that point of the game still locked in? K- the one thing about KJ you don't have to worry about. He's he's a competitor. You know, when I talk about the standards of Colorado basketball, I'm not talking about KJ. KJ's got toughness. He's got grit. He's got. He, I don't. I don't worry about him in those categories, and he showed it there at the end. So, um, KJ needs to become more efficient with his shooting, more efficient with the ball, his assist turnover ratio. But in terms of his toughness and grit, and uh, I, I, I'll go down with KJ Simpson because I believe in what he's about. You know, made that late push to make a yeah. one-point game, and then you know the crowd really got into it. Yep. The guys beat off it on those back. Yeah, I think our crowd a, a couple times on defense really got into it tonight and gave our team energy. You know, we need that. I was uh, really the community turned out today. I mean, really, really well. I was a little disappointed in our student section, but you know, it's early, and maybe they don't even know it's basketball season. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, but I thought, yeah, our crowd was good. I thought the altitude uh, took its toll on them in the second half. Um, but yeah, our team responds to our crowd without a doubt. Coach, you guys struggled to shoot behind the arc again tonight. Yep. Also under the basket in terms of layups. What is it about those areas of the floor that you guys didn't improve on? Well, look, I mean, uh, as long as we're getting good looks from three, which I thought we did, it's on the players. Uh, I, my job as a coach is to get them good shots and to put them in position. they got to make the shots. Finishing at the rim is a problem with this team. It has been. It was last year for certain players. It is this year for certain players. You know, that's part of toughness. Part of toughness is finishing. It's, part, it's making open shots when you got them, and it's finishing at the rim when you got at the rim. So that's areas where we got to get better. I mean, I, as long as we're getting good now, bad shot selection, my fault. Taking bad shots, my fault. I take total ownership in that. That's my job as a coach is to make sure these guys are getting good shots, getting good looks. If we're doing that, we feel like as coaches we've done our job. So this is a, it's a, you know, it's a fine line there. You want your players to play with confidence. I got confidence in every player we got. We got look. We, every player had to make 100 threes and 100 free throws before they left the gym yesterday. They all did. They shot really good percentages. We got good open looks today. Didn't go in. Any final questions? Coach, it's a little off topic, but uh, you've talked many times over the years of being a CU football fan just mm-hmm. like anyone else. Yeah. What would you, and whether it's a famous name that's out there or not, what would you like to see kind of happen to, to rejuvenate the program and obviously, a, you know, People being excited about football kind of rejuvenates everything around athletics. Yeah, I look, Pat, I'm a, I'm a huge college football fan. I'm a huge CU uh, football fan. And uh, I don't know who our next head coach is going to be. Um, I, I do think, um, and I think people understand this, but I, I just, from an outsider looking in, the job that Mike Sanford and his staff uh, did when they were dealt a really, really difficult uh, hand put in a really difficult position, um, did such an admirable job. I mean, he kept that group together. They weren't splintering. 
He stayed positive. I mean, the job that Mike Sanford did, and I, again, I'm not a football coach. I don't know. I don't know much about football from an X and O standpoint, but I do know leadership. I do know team guys. If I was the next head football coach at Colorado, I'd hire Mike Sanford. And then, and then look, the other thing, and again, that's just my opinion. So yes, so I'm, I'm giving it. But the other thing is, I think fans, we got to understand too. As coaches, we sign up for this. We sign up for the business that we're in, football coaches, basketball coaches, doesn't matter. Um, but there are families out there that are, you know, in turmoil right now and, and, and their husbands are looking for jobs. And, and so I, I don't want to forget the, the assistant coaches because they don't get much you know, attention a lot. But uh, my heart goes out to those families. Again, I'm not making a, a judgment in any way, shape, or form. I just want them to know I'm thinking about them. and. And whoever the next head coach is, we got to get behind him and uh, keep this roster intact as best we can. And I hope those players understand that they got to stick together right now. I know what it was like taking over a program 13 years ago. And maybe the coach, the kids are thinking, you know, what's best for them. But what's best for Colorado football is to keep this roster and the young talent intact and to thank Mike Sanford and his staff for the, the, the job they did in a, in a very – Difficult situation. So thanks for asking, but uh, I want I want CU football to win every game, and I'm gonna be at every game. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.